Thanks for joining us. I'm Alan Burke, a landscape architect here in the Puget Sound region, and you are listening to the Green Meridian Podcast. For me, there's been no greater outlet for my creative energies than the call to design a theatrical garden. The possibility of mixing fantasy and fable blends with the capacity to work with professional horticulturalists and craftsmen for me. And the result oftentimes can be a remarkable botanical stage set. As a student of this varied and magical discipline, I find myself striving to reach a little further than the common show garden effort, seeking out assistance from other artistic disciplines and working to present unusual flora within a complex theme. We've worked with an eclectic mix of creative folk, from model train enthusiasts to Lewis and Clark historians, from a team of armored knights to natural dye experts and collectors of international antiques antiquities, and precious Native American artifacts. Throughout all of this, I've struggled to understand what fires and sustains the passion to create. Where does passion to design originate? Planning a garden over a decade ago, I gained a fascinating insight and fundamental lesson. In 2004, I sought out noted author and artist Nick Bantock to assist with a theatrical garden we were planning for the Northwest Flower and Garden Show here in Seattle. Bantock is best known as the New York Times bestselling author of the popular Griffin and Sabine books, and he's a prolific and internationally recognized artist, having illustrated book covers for Philip Roth and John Updike. His paintings, illustrations, and sculptural works blend varied and fantastic elements to create a rich tableau that may contain old stamps, religious imagery, hermetic engravings, antique postcards, or other ephemera. It's not unusual to see Asian, Hindu, and medieval themes collage together in a way that transcends description. At the same time, he's able to recreate photorealistic portraits and build unusual sculpture and craft mythical stories of time and place. More than any other artistic collaborator, his work had a timeless international feel that struck a chord within me. In short, he was just the sort of eccentric character to teach us something new and push our staff in new and unexpected directions. Working closely with donated materials from Monrovia's Piet Karsaboom, furniture crafter Tom Johns, and the stone and mason antiquity collector Richard Rhodes, we assembled the La Palabra Pintada Garden in 2006. You can see it at our website at classicnursery.com. With this garden, our curiosity took us to Andalusia, the Alhambra, and we searched out Moroccan influences. In the research phase, a process of almost two years, we talked as a team about the spark that brings forth our creativity and the frustrations, setbacks, and passions that nurture this careful flame. 
Nick pointed me to the writings of the Spanish writer Federico Garcia Lorca. Lorca writes that in order to find your creative spark and unlock your highest creative awareness, you must seek out what he calls the duende, a mysterious creative force that comes from deep within us. Since that time, I've pondered the enigmatic concept of duende. Lorca encapsulates the idea in this manner, quote, Seeking the duende, there's neither map nor discipline. We only know it burns the blood like powdered glass, that it exhausts and rejects all of the sweet geometry we understand, that it shatters styles. The arrival of the duende presupposes a radical change to all the old kinds of form. It brings totally unknown and fresh sensations with the qualities of a newly created rose. The duende charges itself by means of a living forms and clears the way for an escape from the reality that surrounds us. The duende never repeats itself any more than the waves of the sea do in a storm. Its most impressive effects appear in the bullring, since it must struggle on the one hand with death, which can destroy it, and on the other hand with geometry, measuring the fundamental basis of the festival. The bull has its own orbit, the toreador his, and between orbit and orbit lies the point of danger, where the vertex of terrible play exists. Dramatic, yes, but within any passion lies drama. The passion must flow through the process, plants and planning to spark your imagination and fire your urge to design. Too often we think complacently about our work, and ultimately we can lose the vision that drove us to design in the first place. I think it's important that every designer find their own genius loci, that white-hot center of creativity that puts their design idea in motion. This is your personal duende. Thanks for listening.